Good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing today? My name is Shella So, and today on Coming from a Place of Love, we're talking about love and what, what love means to me and what I've learned the past 10 years with love is love is sacrifice and provision. It is going out of your way to help. It's like taking care of somebody like they're an extension of your family. So you do certain things that you... You and only you can understand because this is somebody that's close to your heart. This is somebody that you appreciate. And this is somebody you want to see succeed. So you do certain things. So if, if let's say, it's going to cost you this and that to do this. So you're going to charge other people to do this. For love, you kind of look at it as, nah, even without, I'll do it for you. Or... If you're earning something, you always split it up and you say, you know what, this, this is for you. Thank you for all you do and your support. And when you need something, you know, you know that you can always depend on love. You know, they're not going to judge you and ask you funny questions. But at the same time, I'm going to put an asterisk there. Because it depends on what, what, you, what you put love through. And I say this with all, with all honesty and respect. And... Because our love experiences have shaped how we behave in love. Let's be real. If somebody came into your life and was like, you know, Mickey Mouse, always happy, always in your life, always positive, always giving you a reason to love, you're not going to complain. You're just going to put your energy into the relationship. Okay? Now, if somebody comes doing the exact same opposite, you're just going to be like, okay, um, I don't know if maybe your past lovers told you this or if anybody took time to tell you this, um, but we got to discuss something, okay? Um, love is sacrifice and provision. What are you providing for the love that is in your life? And if you don't have much to provide. How are you compensating for that? You know what I'm saying? And it says that it's not always about being the top dollar and looking for a rich man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's about being a creator of wealth around you. Okay? Um, how to create wealth. How to help somebody come up. Now, you see, the problem is when you help somebody come up, Okay, when they get up, they start looking down, and it's a problem everywhere. Same thing in leadership. You get there, and then you're like, Oh, I'm right here, y'all are right here. I don't have to do anything that makes me accountable. Okay, love is sacrifice and contribution because somebody loved you, they decided to contribute. To your growth, to your career. They decided to appreciate you for what you do. Not when you in a casket and you all alone. And I saw something yesterday where somebody said they was alone at a graveyard and everybody was gone. And that's where they were. They said that we come alone, we really go alone. Ain't no baby mamas following you there. 
Ain't no boyfriends. Ain't no sugar daddies following you. Dad, you just going alone. So that's why love is sacrifice and provision. That's why our grandparents did all the work that they could do and hammered and picked off the cotton that they could pick because at the end of the day, it was going to be us that would benefit from their hard work. Now it's up to us to do the work. With our love. They had to do the physical work because they had no rights. But we have rights. And our work speaks for us. Our love speaks for us. How we treat people in love speaks for who we are. Sometimes I say to myself, the last 10 years, the things I've done for love, I probably would never have done it. And that is part of the growth in love. Sacrifice and provision. I'm not talking about slicing things up. No, that's not. Provision. Provide. Giving you something. Giving you a way. Giving you an opportunity. But we always, always run down the person who was willing to help us when nobody was. Listen to us when nobody was. Love us when nobody would. Put them down. You start nitpicking. Say, oh, your hair is this and your eyebrows. You see, it's not that I don't give a fuck about my eyebrows. But I will tell you this, is if you saw me for who I really was, Without the extension, without the makeup, and you fell in love with me, why the fuck is that bothering you now? Of course, I'd love to be pretty, but that is not what I'm here for. I would love to just look pretty. Every single video, every single podcast. But it is because from the raw, not from the prison. Wisdom is found. Wisdom is found. That's what I learned about love is until you can provide for somebody who probably not gonna pay you back, doesn't know how to, doesn't even know what to pay you back for. Because when we block our minds to the true intentions of people as a way to excuse our buy-in, we trip over things that people have a right to. That's why when, when you've been asking some, somebody to do something for five, ten years, you know, and they've always said yes, the day they say no, you be like, no, what? What's making you say no? You ask why, and they would explain to you that the reason why sometimes they have to say no is not because they don't want to do it, but it's because maybe sometimes you took advantage of the fact that they always said yes, and they're always willing to help. But you yourself know you wasn't going to value them anyway. You know, you just wanted them to be able to accept 
belittlement as a part of life. Accept that you're not on my level, but even though I was nice enough to help you get up, you're just going to step on me. Nah, that's not love. Love don't step on you to get there. Love don't sell you out to get the bag. Love shares the bag with you. Love has been building with you consistently. Even when you didn't have nothing to build, they was providing the bricks. They was providing the cement. And they built the house. Helping you. It's not somebody draining your energy. somebody talking about, you know, do this and do that and do this. And then forgets to have a day of appreciation for you. You know, I'm going to tell you this. And somebody asked me a question and said, you know, they actually put it in the tweet and they talked about how, you know, you shouldn't get mad if people forget your birthday. And forgive me, but I think, I think it's bullshit. We got Facebook now. Facebook reminds me of most people's birthdays that I forget. Okay? But you never forget the birthdays of the people who matter. The people who showed up. You never forget the birthdays of the people who came with love. You see, I got cousins. Cousins. On both sides of my family. And... I'm close to most of them. I'm close to most of them. Because I believe that once we got the same blood flowing through our veins, we may not have the same dreams and aspirations, but I can know if, you know, if, if you, you for my progress or not. You know, you can tell, you know. And just like love, you want to be there and encourage everybody to do what they're passionate about. Because what you're passionate about, it can only get better for you. It can only be beautiful. And that's why I be telling people is the hardship that you give a true artist is what's going to help them redefine why they love it and why they should stick to it. So what, you, what you're doing is actually having the opposite effect. So if, if you're in love with somebody, and you're making it difficult for them, and you're being less loving to that person, you are creating an environment where there's going to be more love. Because when there's an absence of love, there's an increase in love. And I'm not going to come out and call anybody names, but a lot of us, we learn a lot through toxic love. It was attached to materiality. So it's kind of hard for you to see the sacrifice because you already expected more. Just cut without doing anything that warrants it. So you didn't have to be the great boyfriend because you didn't matter. She was always going to take care of your ass. But when people start holding you accountable and start saying, you know, you have to be a better boyfriend and you have to listen more and you have to do this, you start taking offense, and you cuss out the whole damn family. You do. 
but it's simple. Love is provision. Love is giving. Even if you want to do your dreams, even if you want to fulfill your dreams and you got somebody who gave you the blueprint or you, you know somebody who got the blueprint elsewhere, the best thing to do is just, hey, fam, you did that beat. I saw your beat. You gave it to me free, but you know what? I know how much you put into this shit. Let's go on then. Here's, here's the percentage. Let's share this shit. Let's give money together. You don't often hear that. What you hear is people that would rather silence you to get that money. But we not, we not going to stand for that. We not. You know what I'm saying? We not going to be like that at all. At all. Because love is sacrifice and provision. We provide. We love, we rise together. We shine together. We dine together. We dine. Talking about eating now. Shit. Mm-hmm. But you get me. Last point I want to make. I know a lot of people as a rapper, this is strange, but you don't have to like police, but you got to respect the job that it takes to be a police officer. Okay? For example, I'm not going to be hanging around with police officers, but I can respect the job that they do and just make sure that whatever I put my hands on has nothing to do with what, what's opposite to what they're interested in. You know what I'm saying? Um, it has, not, you know, has nothing to do that will make them want to come see me. You know what I'm saying? Or make them want to stop me, you know? That's just it. That's just what I wanted to say is, you know, there's a lot of women that I saw videos uh, that decided to take matters into their own hands, you know. Um, fear is real, you know, fear is real, and it's, it happens to all of us, even police officers. And it was when I watched that video I realized that, you know, we need to be having more opportunities for multiculturals and police to have seminars, you know, on how to handle situations, you know, where both people come in with fear, you know, because fear is very dangerous because fear makes you act out, you know, when you fear something, you're going to do whatever you got to do, you know. And oftentimes, sometimes it's the, it's the wrong decision. You know, like, for example, if you're, you're an artist and you're a musician, you're doing your own thing, and you came out before somebody, okay? Now, this person gets educated and is coming up, okay? Doing their own thing. Even though y'all get into it and y'all got beef and whatever, they're doing their own thing, you're doing your own thing. You're making money, you're making money. What makes you want to do something to that person? that doesn't even know who you are, just making their own money, you making your own money, don't even know who you are. But you want to do something to them. You want to take them out. You don't want to listen to their shit. You don't want them to record. Whatever it is, whatever it is, but that fear is what you experience. It's not fear like, oh, I'm scared. 
dishes. I don't want this person to uh, replace me. You know, I don't want this person to be on the charts. I don't want this person to be recognized. And that's where we got to pay you. You know? And I ain't mad at y'all. Pay you is good. You know, if you got the money, bless yourself. If you can, do a promo to Mars. But what you can't do is then shit on the motherfuckers that are putting in the work and have an organic following. And that's why I never do that. I left an account, a Twitter account, of a million plus because of the love of my life. So if I could leave, sacrifice the fans I had that started the shit with me because we got into it. And I loved you, and I was like, you all over my timeline, let me start it, start it fresh. And that's why I left. That's why I sacrificed. I started from scratch. So sometimes as an artist, the true journey is when, when you can get hurt. But it wasn't like, you influence that shit. You have to travel stages and get to countries that you can't even pronounce. And then it was outsiders that gave you the encouragement to continue doing what you're doing. So sometimes it's fear that makes you see another artist and think that they're intimidated by you or they should be. You can't be. We're all learning. We're all getting better at what we're doing. We're all learning to love, sacrifice, and provide for the people that we love. I just, you know, I said to myself, you know, because when I was growing up, you know, I had a lot of crushes. Chris Brown, Pete Diddy. Brad Pitt. A lot of men that, that I saw were hardworking and applied themselves to the passion that they were doing. Even Johnny Depp, I don't even know how, you know, I just got so attracted to him, you know. And God bless him in his situation. But the truth is, yeah, we got a lot of fine men who have been destroyed inside by selfish women. And then as an empath, as somebody who feels things in their soul, who you could tell you're going through this and they can tell by your reaction that yeah, you probably need it now. Because sometimes you ask somebody for something, I mean, I have it right there to give you, but I'll remember. But when somebody is, you know, when somebody needs something and it's, it's immediate, there are just some rules that apply. You know, you speed it up. You find a way. Let the love in your heart bless somebody with love for a lifetime. Thank you for listening. Coming from a place of love, God bless you always.
we doing good.